Oh, hi. I'm Sadwater, and this is Sadcast episode 59, I guess. I just did one two days ago with the Gusnov, but I'm here right now with Count Dankula in real life. Yeah. But not is. Skype. No, I'm actually, you're I'm in, actually here. You're in my room. No, actually <laughs> in, my, in my amazing studio. It's kind of like Ben Shapiro's. It's just really high. It's much better than Ben Shapiro's, Thank you. yeah. I appreciate that. That's nice of you. What's going on? What are you in town for? You're in Los Angeles. Yeah. You don't live here. Where do you live? I stay just outside of Glasgow in Scotland, in the middle of nowhere. And that I sounds... Lo- I love it. Oh, do you really? It's much nicer than LA. <laughs> I mean, We've probably got the same amount of you know needles lying in the streets, though. So that's something we have in common. It's, it's actually getting really bad here. Yeah. I mean... California is becoming a third world country. Have you been to Skid Row? I actually, I haven't been to Skid Row yet. I do plan on going, but I went, I just decided I'm just going to go for a huge walk, you know, down Sunset oh, Boulevard. Big mistake. And just the further and further I went down, it felt like crossing a border in another country. It felt yeah. like I went from capitalism to socialism yeah. in a few steps. And I was just like, where the hell did all these tents come from? Uh, you won't you won't see that in Beverly Hills. No, no, you won't. They, they keep those bad people away. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it's getting really bad here. I, I, I kind of want to leave. So you like it better in Glasgow? Much better. Well, I, I stay outside of Glasgow. I'm in the country. I stay in a little village. How how is it over there? How's like the political climate over there? What's happening? Glasgow is always, you know, with the needles in the streets and stuff like that. Glasgow's had a long running, you know, Scotland overall actually has had a long running problem with uh, heroin. You've no doubt seen Train Spotting. Yeah, pretty accurate, pretty accurate movie. Are um are migrants, uh, no flooding? No, this this is the not. thing that's weird. Is uh, see in Scotland there are no jobs. There are none. So basically, Scotland is still 96% white. And our left-wing leading party, the Scottish Nationalist Party, don't let that Nationalist part fool you, they're left-wing as hell. Um, they complain all the time, like, oh, why aren't we getting enough migrants? Because they come, realise that there are no jobs and yeah. conditions are shit. So then they just go to England <laughs> where all the jobs are. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. But did, did you still live in London? No, no, no. So, so who arrested you for the dog thing? Oh, it was the Scottish police. Oh, they did? Yeah, they, they came in. They say that nobody made a complaint, but I've heard rumours that it was the Scottish Council of Jews that made the complaint, but I don't know. I don't think that it, that's a that's a thing. Or maybe it is. There's a Council of Jews. A, Scottish. A, how many Like how many Jews are there? Five? I'm a Jew. No, in, in Scotland, not many. Yeah, there's not like many. five. So the Council of Jews <laughs> is the, liter- the literal five that they have. Yeah. <laughs> They're just bored. They're trying to find something. So for those of you that don't know, uh, you were arrested in 2016? 2016, yeah. For posting a really funny video of your dog, Zeke Heiling. Yeah. I thought it was great. Thanks. <laughs> that was the, that was the entire point. I wanted people to yeah. laugh. Wait, well, so what were you doing before that? Because that's kind of how people started recognizing you. Like you became a, a, a freedom of speech figurehead yeah. because of that. By accident. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what were you doing before? Nothing. I was working in security. I was playing video games and I was just making stupid videos. Like the yeah. videos on my, I made my channel just as a joke, just as a sort of, ah, this will be a stupid little side project whatever uh, and i didn't care about it and then i just decided to make that video posted it and then that's that one blew up and then i was just kind of oh shit <laughs> yeah they, they basically forced you to get into politics yeah yeah i, I just kind of get thrust into it because I, I got arrested and i was at the point like um for a few weeks i'd probably say maybe even a few months like it sort of felt like i had my balls cut off because people were like wanting to do interviews and everything and i was like really timid i've really withdrawn because i was like i don't want to say anything i can't do this it might affect yeah. my trial it might do this and everything but then uh the more and more the police and the media messed with me i got to the point where i just went fuck this and just decided i'm going to produce whatever content i want do whatever the fuck I want. yeah i mean that's probably the most freeing thing right like the most yeah. freeing feeling yeah, see, when when it's at the point when you've already had your jobs and you've already had so much stuff taken away from you by the media and screeching far lefties and all that stuff, when you you get to the point where you go, what what more damage can you do? You can't you can't do anything no. else. So I'm just going to basically wave a big middle finger in your face and just and, keep doing what. And I'm now doing. you're untouchable. Like they can't they can't fuck with you. No. Yeah, I want to get there. I want to do that. Oh, it's brilliant. <laughs> it's, it's a case of like whenever whenever a. Uh, like a newspaper or anything like runs another article calling you a Nazi, you get to the point where you go, I'll just add that one to the pile. I've been called a Nazi. 
I mean, I'm a Jew. I've, I've noticed that. There's a, have you not noticed that in the modern day, there's a hell of a lot of Jewish Nazis, black Nazis, <laughs> yeah. and everyone, you know, like modern white supremacy is very diverse. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, if anything, I guess it's a badge of honor now. Yeah. It's, you know, you're doing something right if someone's calling you a Nazi. It, yeah. do, it doesn't hurt my feelings. Uh, my grandmother who survived the Holocaust when Trump won the election, I was saying that um, people are afraid, you know, because Trump's a literal Nazi. What do you what do you think about that? And she's like, don't talk such nonsense. <laughs> she was really offended by that. <laughs> I just wanted to see what her reaction was. But um, yeah, so so what has your life been like since then? I mean, has it do you think it's gotten it's beneficial like that that you went through that? You almost went to jail, right? I mean, yeah. I, How I, long would have your sentence been? Well, that's, that's the thing. is The maximum sentence I could have got with the law I was getting charged under uh, would have been a year in prison. But halfway through the trial, the prosecutor actually tried to upgrade what my charge was. And it, to basically, add, it was an aggravated racial verbal abuse or something he wanted to upgrade it to, which means that the maximum sentence would have been five years. But luckily, the, ju- the judge called him out on it and went, why at this point in the trial are you deciding to change the charge that the trial's for? And he, so the judge luckily rejected that. Yeah, I mean, you're you're really lucky because now uh, you, you, your fate could have been like Tommy Robinson's. Yeah. And for those of you that don't know, he, was, he got put in prison twice for the same crime, yeah. which isn't even a crime. He was questioning pedophiles. Yep, a, yep. A, a group of like a, a gang of pedophiles what's that called like a, a grooming gang grooming gang yeah of pedophiles and uh yeah he's he's in solitary confinement he how, how long does he have he's like he's not, i don't think he's got that much long left he, he got because he'd already been in prison he got the time served taken off and then also with good behavior which yeah. i think he'll get because he's in you know solitary confinement on his own um, I think he's got a couple more months. I'm not sure. Yeah, that's that's crazy though. Yeah, the the reason why I find all of this interesting, besides how insane it is and how much of a clown world we live in, yeah. is the fact that the UK is the future of the United States if we don't push back. Yeah, we are we are a warning. I mean, because you guys have open borders, no free speech, and that's exactly what the left in the United States wants. They want to let as many people in here as possible. They don't care about free speech anymore. I used to be worried that the government would censor us and that the government would spy on us and all that. And it's not the government who's really spying on us anymore. It's Google and Facebook and Twitter and all these companies. And it's and it's the the people who are rejecting freedom of speech. Yeah. So so you said that you're not really a fan of Los Angeles, which I I'm I'm kind of there with you. <laughs> um, but do you are you kind of jealous of the freedoms we have that most people don't revere anymore? Oh, uh, abs- absolutely. <laughs> like, as soon as I got off the plane, I was just drinking in that constitution. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was just so happy. Like, like, the fact is, I can say things here, you know, if I, I can get in an argument with someone in the street, and if I just say words to him, I'm not going to get dragged away and arrested. Yeah. And, like, the first thing I did here as well was I went to a gun range. <laughs> Yeah. But oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I think I saw that on your Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Which was amazing because the funny thing is, is if you notice that after the guns go, the rights soon follow. Oh, yeah. We got we got our guns taken away in the 90s. And ever since then, our rights and freedoms have been getting slowly eroded away because we have no other way to defend ourselves. Well, no, but and, and now they're taking away knives and uh, mallets. Yeah. Like yeah. what's that game with the that the ball the there's a ball croquet or whatever what's it called croquet yeah, yeah they're taking is. away those mallets <laughs> those are weapons in the UK right dude uh, do you feel unsafe because you're in a room with uh one two there's three guns in here oh, I just noticed that there's like a shotgun right there there's a AR10 in that closet you don't see it and there's a revolver in the in the drawer there and then I have a gun in my car. I think I said this on the podcast two days ago, by the way. I'm repeating myself, but do you feel unsafe? I feel safer because <laughs> I know if anybody tries to run in the house and do yeah. anything, then we're fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on the first floor in my building and the homeless problem is getting worse. So, you know, <laughs> it's necessary. But yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. And, and that's the thing. People here hate guns also. Yeah. And uh, I mean... Yeah, look look to what's happening in, in Hong Kong. Oh, um, we were talking about this earlier today. Basically, see how what the Hong Kong demonstrators are doing. They're doing what America's far left think 
they're doing. They think that they're resisting horrible oppressive governments and all that, and they're achieving that by oppressing others through violence and threats oh, yeah. and doxings. and fascists are the fascists. Like, on the Hong Kong people, 100% support them. They are massively at risk at coming under the control of an extremely authoritarian regime. Yeah, is- and what people don't realize is that... Um, the media isn't really showing you much because the protesters there are actually getting killed. Yeah. Like, they have the Chinese have no problem killing protesters. They're losing their eyes and everything as well. They're getting their eyes shot out with oh, yeah. bullets. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and then here, the Antifa, they're LARPing. Yeah. It, you know, because, and I, I think it's for many reasons. I think uh, because both the left and the right have these extreme groups that people need meaning in their life. And if they reject religion or you know whatever or reject family or traditional values they're gonna have to try to find something that to be a part of yeah and then you know they they build up this whole narrative in their head that there's that there's an oppressive force which is i guess right now trump right because you know you can't i don't know what you can't do but you can't you can't do it um, <laughs> and then uh so they're playing and then they meet up in portland or wherever and they play they play once every couple months but the thing is is that like now you have uh real consequences like for some reason antifa maybe one person has been sent to prison i think i don't i don't really know but but a few proud boys are being sent for like 16 years yeah for 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 fighting back like that's the thing i don't get antifa turn around and say oh trump trump is a fascist you know we live in fascist america but they're able to go out into the streets cause lots of damage severely assault people and nothing happens to them yeah, and they are still under the impression that they live in a fascist country. Whereas, you know, the if a proud boy farts, he gets arrested. Well, yeah, they're, they're getting heavy sentences as well. But anti fucking run around hitting people with crowbars, hammers, bike locks, all manners of stuff, and nothing happens to them. Yeah, the the Portland mayor Ted Wheeler, I think his name is. He, he supports Antifa. He's, he's oh no, he yeah. does, and he he he. So this past weekend there was a big Antifa gathering, and he said it was a success because no one got killed. <laughs> the, the, that's a low bar. Yeah, that's a low bar. No one got killed. <laughs> the city's burning down and completely destroyed. Well, at least yeah. no one died. <laughs> yeah. Um. But, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Both both sides kind of annoy me though a little bit. Like, is there anything on the? Um, so you're kind of on the right, or yeah. I mean, you like Tulsi. We were talking about that before yeah, Tulsi 2020. But is there anything on the right that is? is bugging you or anyone specific that you'd like to call out because not really anyone specific like they'll know who they are when a list of things that bother me like see yeah. for example one thing that i do is uh i say edgy jokes all the time it annoys people on the left and then basically you'll get people on the right going yeah yeah that's funny you know go go dankula but then when someone on the left says something edgy everyone grabs their pearls and falls on the fainting couch and you're yeah. just like ah, right come on you can't like see for example one thing that just happened is you know hassan piker oh yeah Young yeah with dan crenshaw he, he, yeah he just said uh he just said that america deserves 9-11 and the person that blew out senator dan crenshaw's eye with an ied was a brave soldier right right and everyone's you're seeing articles and everyone's <laughs> like all going oh how could he say such a terrible thing and i'm like uh, guys guys it's like, just a bad joke yeah exactly i'm like don't clap when i do it but then go after someone else when they do the same thing yeah they're 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 as pc as the left yeah sometimes and and i think i think that 90s republican thing is still there where it's you know they they went after music they went after dungeons and dragons they went after video games and i think there's a lot of that still there and it's like no come on well there so when when there was a shooting a few weeks ago or two shootings ben shapiro and actually dan crenshaw they blamed it on white supremacy yeah. And I'm like, you guys are extremely incurious if you think that that's a problem. You have to also ask yourself, why are people gravitating towards white supremacy to begin with? It's because, see, the reason that people are actually becoming violent is because they feel that they do not have a voice in the current political climate whatsoever. You're getting young, disillusioned men who re- recognize problems with the world, but if they try and speak about these problems, they get ostracized by their peers they get kicked off your social media there's nobody Mm -hmm. in government that wants to talk or listen to them in any way and you've heard that old phrase you know those that make peaceful revolution impossible make violent revolution inevitable basically there's going to these people are coming to a point where the world's going down the toilet there is absolutely no way that i can peacefully make change no Mm -hmm. one's listening to my problems so you know over time that can radicalize someone into grabbing a gun 
Yeah. Like, I've, and that's basically you need to talk to and listen to these people like because people get put in the same camp as see how people that are actual true white nationalists they make up like a, a tiny tiny There's minority again, like of the five right. of them like the five jews in scotland yeah exactly it's tiny but then you get people who make up a huge portion of the right of we need better immigration control that's fine that's a completely reasonable thing but then unfortunately the huge chunk of people that are like we need immigration control get lumped in with this yeah. tiny portion of like actual white nationalists and they get excluded from the conversation mm-hmm. and branded as racist nazis we're not talking to you we're not listening to you shut your social media down but that that's also my problem with some prominent figures on the right is that they then capitulate to the the me- the, the narrative that the media creates yeah. so then they say uh yeah that is what white nationalism is a problem so they're not really talking about the real problem and you even said it that it's people who are uh have been abandoned basically i think it's even even deeper than that i think that it's there has been a weird experiment the past 25 or 30 years where they start drugging kids especially boys ever since they're five or six and uh and then actually also like if you if you look at it now i mean we're all really alone because social media is actually creating a whole a lonely generation where it, it feels like we're more connected, but we're actually more alone than ever. We don't have any meaningful relationships anymore. You're, so, you're not having physical interactions. You're looking yeah. at pixels on a screen, and that's that's the extent of your conversation. So it's like yeah. a perfect storm of drugged ever since you're a kid, uh, uh, loneliness, and, and then uh, ju- just no connection to culture, no connection to country, and, and uh, abandonment. Yeah, and then and then you're gonna get like a real fringe small group of people who then will take it to the extreme, like who not only want to commit suicide because suicide is up, but they want to take other people out with them. Yeah, uh, and if Ben Shapiro or Dan Crenshaw said something like that, I'd be like, oh, okay. But actually, I think Dan Crenshaw kind of mentioned a little bit more of like the mental health problem on Joe Rogan. Did you listen to the whole thing, or you just listened to? No, I haven't. I haven't seen a. I haven't seen that part. But the mental health problem, yeah, that is a problem, and I. I think you described some of the things that's causing it. It yeah. is this modern age of narcissism where people aren't having social interactions. They're all doing it through a PC or a, you know, a phone screen, just talking by text. And it's also this competition thing of, you know, people measure their self-worth on how many Instagram followers they have. Oh, yeah. And com- constantly comparing themselves to others. Like, I grew up, I grew up when the internet, I, I literally turned, like, I think I was 10 years old when I first got access to the internet. And this is yeah, when the internet too. was I first. I think I'm a, a year thing. older than you. I'm October 7th, 86. Yeah. Because so yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I had to I had to Google you a little bit. Not going to lie. No, I know, <laughs> I, know who, I know who you are. I'm a fan. But I just wanted to make sure I got some some things right. Um, yeah, so I'm with you. Like, the, the Gen Z is really the first generation to just grow up with it. Yeah. That's I mean, I, so the kid I had two days ago on the podcast, he's 19. And and he was really eloquent, really smart. And uh, I was trying to think about myself when I was nineteen. I'm like, I was, I was going to clubs in South Beach. I was, I was a shithead. I, I was, I don't know. I mean, I, I, and I think it's because it's it's like a good thing and a bad thing. Like to have access to this information is good, but then also if you're addicted to it, you're just you're yeah, lost and alone. It's 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 good to have a balance. Like I know people. Uh, see, for example, like having access to. All of the world's information that you're carrying around in your pocket, it's a very, very good thing. You can find jobs, study, research, do all manners of stuff. So overall, the internet is making people more intelligent They're having because they have a lot more information that they're learning. But the other side of it is people struggle to sort of separate the internet world from their real life. Like yeah. I know I, I do it myself when I get carried away working, where I'll wake up in the morning and I'll consume a whole pot of coffee, and I will sit on my computer until I go to bed. And I've done that. Oh, that's, shit. That's, that's bad, which is you need to go out, you need to actually socialize, you need to exercise, you need mm-hmm. to go down to the gym and everything. That's something you need to have that balance, but a lot of people aren't doing that. And that even that can even be office workers as well. If someone's got a 95, but they're all sitting on a computer, office workers are fucking depressed. Oh, yeah. yeah. Also, they don't actually need to be there 9 to 5. Things have changed so much. Yeah. <laughs> that for some reason that time that time of nine to five has not changed e- either. I mean, like everything's changed except that. And uh, most people who are in office offices are just on Facebook, and you the, know the people that do physical trades live longer. Oh yeah, because they're, they're active, they're fitter. 
yeah and everything like they live well like office workers are always dying of blood clots and heart disease and all this stuff because they're, they're not active they're not and moving humans aren't built for that like humans are built to move like, yeah uh i mean that's why i have a routine i go i go bef- you know I'm, I'm on the computer kind of all day too but in the morning i uh i'll go to the gym i lift weights i don't do cardio you can probably probably tell yeah <laughs> at least you do something that's good yeah. <laughs> do you play video do you play video games is that like a thing you do all day also or no yeah i've, I've found myself doing it a, a lot less now like i used to do it constantly that was that was my hobby but i do it a lot less now I, why I much prefer writing oh okay like good. Even, even when i'm playing games i've got the notepad next to me and if i think of something i'll stop to write it down Are you writing a book no, just just jokes. <laughs> tweets. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> right. I, I I draft my tweets beforehand. Yeah, that's good. Hey, your tweets are good. Um, yeah, man. Uh, what was I gonna say? Damn, because we 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 kind of went on a whole thing there. On a tangent. Uh, yeah, and there was like so many questions I want. I feel like Dave Rubin right now, where I just I, I'm blanking, and he always blanks, and he and he just says, "Oh, that's interesting. Let's move. Let's move on." Like, and then he never interjects. <laughs> Milo calls him uh, Down Syndrome Dave. Did you know that? <laughs> no, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty ruthless. Um, yeah, wait. Uh, what? Because we we were talking about the the problem on the right, and then and then I feel like uh, yeah, the the there there are people on the right who just uh, what were we talking about before? And you said we should save it. We have someone else in the room. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, and it was really good. And you're like, save it for the... Huh? You're cutting I'm not going to cut it off. I don't care. Um, <laughs> it's okay. So wait, so so y- you came here for what? What did you come here for There's again? several things. Like, uh, I was in Chicago last week, and I was speaking at the International Conference on Men's Issues, uh, mainly about censorship and deplatforming and things like that because uh, people try and do it to the men's rights movement all the time even while we were there there was people calling the hotel that it was hosted in to try and get it shut down were there physical protesters there no there actually wasn't there actually wasn't any they're they're getting lazy yeah i know that's sad like we said people are always online i don't want to go down there and actually wave a sign i'll just i'll just do it on the internet (laughs) yeah no no one really cares like they're trying to again be a part of some it's really annoying like this this is the thing that I don't understand from coming from the left wing. They think that if someone goes to a place and opens their mouth, that everyone instantly believes them. So they're like, oh, we need to shut it down. I think that's them just basically assuming that the general population are stupid. See, for example, like if the Flat Earthers were holding an event. Oh, that's uh, what I wanted to talk about. Uh, that's the <laughs> What, Flat Earth? <laughs> yeah, because that's another thing. Like, that's why it's a thing, because the internet and people yeah. uh, need to find something to be a part of. I mean, so, yeah, they might be a little bit crazy, but... They want to be a part of something. Having, having a purpose. Yeah, they want a purpose. Yeah, we need a war. We just need a good we, fucking I war. I was <laughs> saying, I swear I was saying this. And th- I was thinking about this the other day. Sorry to cut you off. We'll get back no, to no, the thing good. before. But but the whole Trump thing with Greenland, that's yeah. the perfect war. Because well, it's, like, it's a classic the, war. It's a cla- the, like we, we go to war for land, like we to take it over colonialism you know we're gonna go and take over the land it's a good old-fashioned war not like the iraq or afghanistan war where it's very vague as to why we're there i think it's going to be a little bit one-sided if it's going to be the entire might of the u.s military against 30 malnourished scandinavians like listen it's like granada or whatever that that <laughs> it's 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 a, whatever it's a good war no one will die we're just gonna go there and be like this is ours we're not even gonna give you money this is ours now but yeah we do need a war I think we do. Obviously, not, maybe not as destructive as you know, Second World War, but we need we need people to start rallying around the flag again. We do. People need to have purpose, but I think the way that the governments are working things right now is like a lot of people's purpose was their country, their family, their community, and over time, people have started giving less and less of a shit about it. Yeah, they, there's just no connection to it here. And when I was younger, I was uh, I was kind of when you're young, you kind of rebel against whatever you're you're seeing so i was kind of anti-military because bush was president yeah. i was anti-war you know anti all that and uh looking back i kind of wish i i joined i feel like it would have done good for me you know yeah because because i look at it differently now i i think that it is important and that like and, and also i was more libertarian i was more live and let live and then yeah. you see what happens with that 
the culture changes drastically. I mean, in the past 10 years, it's, it's shifted totally, like 180, uh, where you have now drag queen story time or whatever in libraries and in, you know. I'm, I'm still living let live, but see how you get people that sit, talk about protected classes? I don't think you just should have a LGBT or Jewish or Muslim protected classes. The only people that I think should be a protected class is children. Yes, yeah. I am more yeah. than happy with children. But being a they're teaching class. kids uh, six years old about sex no, and about no. anal or whatever, and it's like, are you fucking? I kidding think it's me? when see when the kids hit puberty and you know that little magical part of the brain switches on where boys start to notice boobies. Like that's when you give yeah. them the talk. Exactly, that, that's when you give them that talk. But Before that, six they years old? No, 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 they don't know. They, I, I saw a thing on Twitter today. Like a, a girl was talking about her nine year old brother who has his first girlfriend and and he said he doesn't care if she's a boy or a girl or whatever and it's like yeah because he's he, that's not even a real relationship he doesn't know about sex or anything he just has a, he made a friend he yeah. made a friend yeah when i was nine or six i didn't care if uh my friend was a boy or girl or whatever as long as they were my friend yeah he made a friend but but people are sexualizing kids and that's what's crazy that's what i'm talking about the live and let live thing like stop exposing kids to that and it's happening more and more because it's like a free-for-all now no one cares. Kids, kids are not mature enough. They don't, they don't have the cognitive function to make big decisions for themselves, right? That's why, that's why I don't understand this pushing transgenderism on children. It's a case of, oh, my, my seven-year-old uh, told me that he is a girl, so now I'm going to put him on puberty blockers and HRT and all this stuff. Yeah, well, my seven-year-old also told me that they're a fucking dinosaur, <laughs> right? Like, like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. It's like, yeah. it's like, why are you pumping your child And then he's drugs? Batman the next week. He's yeah. Batman. Okay, so you're Batman. We got to buy a mansion and the Batcave. <laughs> um, no, but but that, but look at the parents who are, are like... Have you not noticed that the parents that push it all look the same? Yeah, and they they've all got the piercings and the crazy, eyes. crazy hey, hair. You and have piercings, they, though. Yeah, I know, but I'm yeah. smarter. <laughs> I'm smarter than them. I'm not. I'm not pumping children full of puberty blockers and stuff like yeah. that. It's it, and they they have the colored hair and the crazy eyes and and it's like it's it's almost like those those parents who push their kids into pageants. Like, yeah. Uh, there's something off about that. You're projecting heavily on your kid. You're basically making your children do the things that you wish you could have done. Yeah. You're using the kids as an extension of yourself, which kids are to a point. But, you know, if a child wants to do something, then encourage them. You know, I want to do I want to do karate. I want to do ballet. That's healthy. Like, there that's you, go. Healthy. You, you go nuts. That's fine. Yeah. Don't force them to go and do it because that's when you're just going to make your kid fucking miserable. Right. And they'll resent you. <laughs> Right, but 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 also they naturally want to do things like that. They naturally want to do karate because it's like the closest thing to being a superhero or sports or whatever. Yeah. They, it's who it's who they look up to. Yeah, and they typically you know look up to sports stars or whatever or like movie stars and and dancers. So they want to do dance and ballet and all that is is healthy and you interact with other kids. I don't think becoming a, a drag kid at nine years old is healthy and going to gay clubs dancing for old men is I healthy. Think that's, it just, I it's just it's just me, but I don't think that that's really healthy. I try and avoid using this word, but that is utter degeneracy. Like that's dis- <laughs> wait, wait. disgusting. Why shit. do you try avoiding using that word? Oh, because it's people always try and assume assume that you're a Nazi if you use it. Because like people, for example, homosexuality, I don't see it as degeneracy, right? I think making nine-year-olds dress up as women and having them dance. I've even seen that clip where they were putting dollar bills in the boys' pants. Yeah, I pants saw, I saw that. that. That's that's crazy. That is in broad daylight, shit. they would do that. Also in the in like gay pride parades and, and that's you know. sick shit. That that should stop. So see how when it comes to kids, keep them the hell away for that stuff. If they reach an appropriate age and they start asking questions when they're older. Answer their questions. Yeah, probably yeah. until like uh, they figure out Santa's not real. At least there, at least yeah. there, you know, at least there. Like, let them yeah. be a kid and, and believe in fantasy, and you know, why why ruin it? It's kind of like when they try to teach kids about um, slavery or all that, or, or, yeah. or race, and it's the same thing. Like, they shouldn't know that. They're 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 gonna be friends with the black kid in their class naturally because yeah. they don't think about that stuff. Kids, kids operate on a very, very smart ethos of whether or not they hang around with someone depends whether or not that person is a dick. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I still and they're operate very, they're, on they're that very ethos. honest. Yeah. <laughs> they're very honest. Wait, okay. So let's go back to the thing you were saying. You, uh, you were using the Flat Earthers as, a, as an example while you were in Chicago. Yeah. It's you, like 
people are very, very worried about, you know, fascists and Nazis, etc., getting a platform because they think as soon as these guys open their mouths, everyone's immediately going to believe them. And it's a case of either you're saying that Nazis have very good arguments yeah. <laughs> at convincing people, or you're saying that the population are really, really stupid that as soon as they hear words, they just immediately believe them. It's a case of, I'm not worried about fascists like going on stage and producing their ideas because they're very, very easy to argue against. Right. Any reasonable person doesn't want an all-powerful, omnipotent government that will be able to fuck you over because you sneezed the wrong way. Right. And everyone, like nobody's going to want that, which is why, for example, the flat earthers, like nobody's worried about the flat earthers because no. everyone goes, oh, that's ridiculous, that's crazy. Yeah. It's cute. Uh, but I, the reason is, and it might be a subconscious reason, is because um, the right has had to back up their opinions. Yeah. Because they're constantly under attack. And the left, they go with slogans. You know, like, my body, my choice. It's a slogan. They, they don't need to back up their, their views or after they do, that. Or, or they just call you a Nazi. Or they do yeah. that. Or racist. Or whatever. So So they've been comfortable enough to, you know, where I think subconsciously they realize... Oh, the other side's very persuasive. Especially, like, they hate you especially if you're funny. Yeah. Which you're funny. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> no, but you you because you, cause you can't control what you laugh at. <clears throat> Humor's a very, very, very dangerous thing. And that's why they want to they wanna basically cancel comedy. Yeah. They, they hate comedy. They think it's going to be... They think that whenever you make jokes about something, it's the same as you being... Like, if you make a joke about a bad thing, like the Holocaust or whatever, they think that's the same as you being happy that it happened. Oh, and all yeah. that shit. Like, I, I, don't, I, I think don't, those are funny. I don't watch the old black and white footage of the mass graves and go, yeah, classic. Like, I love that shit. Like, that's not, yeah. that's not how it works like that. Like, joking about things is sort of a way of dealing with those things. But they think that if you make jokes about the Holocaust, no, you're a Nazi. How does that make... That doesn't make sense. It, it doesn't. Like, it's, it's almost like they want to pretend like it never happened. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. because... But, but, but then also they keep bringing up slavery. Like, they can't get over that. They'll, you know, it's just really weird. I, uh, I made a joke on Twitter the other day that, um, Brave. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll just end it there. No, no, <laughs> no, no. I, I don't know if it was, it's a joke. It was just kind of like an observation that, uh, we, we basically dropped two atomic bombs on the Japanese. Yeah. And, uh, like 15 years after that, they, they liked us. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's, I just think about that. Like we, no one else in history ever did that, and yeah. you know, and they like America. They love America. They like Trump. Yeah, and uh, we, uh, yeah, but people can't get over slavery. And also, I, I also said that Brazil, I think, took like ninety something percent of the slaves from the slave trade, and their yeah. country is a shithole. Yeah, like it. So clearly, we weren't. The United States wasn't built by slaves. Like it just wasn't, especially because there was a civil war after. Yeah. Well, it's just uh, this, and they can't get over it. It's the apologetics of it as well, where it's like, uh, "Oh, you're white guilt. You need to apologise for I'm what you." I've I've had people say it to me, like, "You need to apologise for what your ancestors did," and I go, "What raised sheep?" Yeah, that's what I'm just like. Uh, no white guilt from me, and not man. In fact, I, my family was kicked out in the Highland clearances. Where's my money? Where's my reparations? But I don't, I don't do that shit. Like that's why I've, you get sometimes you get the odd person that like hates the English for, oh, the English did this and that to us in the past. And I'm like that. I don't fuck it. They're, those people are dead. Yeah. They're gone. They died hundreds of Has years ago. nothing to do with you. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm, uh, my parents weren't even born in, in the United States. I was born in the United States. So I have, I've, I was not involved. I don't know. It's just not it's good just, enough, white man. I know. <laughs> and then if I say I'm a Jew, they then call me a Nazi. <laughs> I deleted my Facebook because of that. Really? Yeah, it's not like I was offended. I'm like, why do I need to convince some guy that I've known for 10 years that I'm not a Nazi? If if a guy that knows me is calling me a Nazi, then it, there's just no point in being here. Yeah. I deleted Facebook for different reasons. I don't want Zuckerberg looking at my stuff. Oh, yeah. You don't yeah. have an Instagram, right? No. Don't do. Don't use Instagram. Don't uh, use Facebook. I, sh I should I should delete, delete Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> I should. It's too late. He already knows everything. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I see the ads I get. <laughs> you know what i find weird about that is like they'll try to sell me on something i already bought yeah like i already bought the mattress why did you keep showing me mattresses yeah it's like i can't buy more mattresses ads. i don't like that stuff i where, don't like, either if you look at something on like a whim 
like that's all the adverts that you'll get like that but right. I, I, yeah. I just don't like that i'm being watched do you think t- like twitter it. twitter maybe they're just not doing that good of a job watching us twitter i don't know i don't think twitter care as much i think twitter's sort of trying to get by on the fact that lots of celebrities use it and they get all the traffic but right the thing is, i don't think they've do they do they even turn a profit anymore Twitter. I don't know. Honestly, isn't it isn't it true? Like, if Trump just quit Twitter, they would lose billions of dollars. Like he he adds so much value to them. I yeah. don't know. Do you think that this stuff will be around in ten years? It probably will. Because yeah. I mean, when you look at, for example, back in the nineties with the Republicans that were trying to shut down video games and Dungeons and Dragons and all that, they're they're still there, just not in. As big of an aspect. Wait, 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 wait. Dungeons and Dragons? Oh, yeah. They said that Dungeons and Dragons would lead to devil worship. Well, yeah, it did. <laughs> it didn't. <laughs> yeah, it did. You see, everyone's fucking crazy now. It was D&D. It was that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but, like, you've still got that in, like, some element, right? But see how the people right now that are all the screeching far left. He's like, I used to be far left. And I used to be a communist years ago. Damn. And do you I- have any communist tattoos? Yeah, you do. Nice wee reminder there. Yeah. I got, I got that when I was like 18. Yeah. As well. you, you, yeah. And the guy, even the tattoo artist was like that. Are you sure? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. Fuck the system, man. I, I just can't, actually, I kind of think it's funny you still have it. Like, I, oh, yeah. it's, it's a good one. It's good. But like, that's the thing is like, but then I went to, after I went to university and stuff, I started working jobs. I started getting paychecks got my own place and all that i'm kind of like you know what fuck 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 these people it's like yeah, what the, are they this is my money <laughs> like i fucking earned this shit yeah you know and i've i was jaded with it for ages and basically i was still left but i wasn't a communist but then then when i got affected by nazi pug and was getting arrested that's when i just went like that. like i just took hopped on a train and ended up on the right <laughs> Dude, <laughs> no, that, but that's what they're doing they're making people more right wing yeah, I was more libertarian. I was more moderate. I was more in the middle, and then and then more and more. I'm just I can't I, I can't do it anymore. I, I but that's not to say I want things to be outlawed. Yeah. I'm more talking culturally. Yeah, like and there needs to be a pushback culturally, and that's the problem with my my problem with people on the right is again they they just capitulate to whatever the narrative that the media presents is, and then and then you know it's almost like they're on the defense all the time. Yeah. Is make, making excuses when I think you should just be unapologetic. Yeah, and yeah. all and, and also just like the people like Charlie Kirk are just so cringe. You know? Do you know? You know? Him? <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, know, know I know. I know Charlie Kirk. Yeah, I've he, made a few. He, he blocked me. Really? Twitter. Yeah, I kept on calling him gay. <laughs> <laughs> excellent debate technique. It is right. <laughs> it, I think it is. There's a lot of there's a lot of meat to what I was saying. You know. <laughs> <laughs> But I was, uh, I know, I know Charlie Kirk, and I know uh, of Candace and all that type of yeah. stuff as well. But like, um, they started. Uh, I know there's Turning Point that they're part of here in the US. They did a Turning Point in the UK, and it's just all Tories, and it just kind of feels like that version of t- the UK version of Turning Point is them going, "How do you do, fellow kids?" <laughs> like, that's what it kind yeah. of felt like. To it's me. a bunch of nerds trying to connect with kids. They and- post boomer memes. Like, yeah, I, like it's they po- cringe. Yeah, they, they post some memes, but I'm just kind of like, Ugh. that's that's like, my yeah. problem with the right is we don't have any cool people. Like you're cool, but there aren't very many, and also there aren't that many people that care about aesthetic. Like you know, they what, just they what, don't. What do you mean the aesthetic? Like the, they don't uh, like the package. Like let's say the package of Turning Point. It's uh-huh. it's so ugly. It's so. It just feels like it was made by a think tank, you know. There's no, yeah, there's yeah. no. I I think like humor, you 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 capture the minds of young people with like the, how you package something, how you present it. Is it cool? Is it is it fun to look at or fun to watch? And their stuff is like Prager U videos are just they're boring. Yeah, you know, like you need you need we need we need pizzazz, and we don't have it. Uh, Milo was pretty close to that, and then he became a rapper. I love Milo. He became a rapper. No, like the way he presented himself. All right. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. Like he's like Lil Wayne or whatever, and you know. I, I thought that I thought that was something that happened there. No, but he did. He did put that. out some gospel music. I think. Really? Did you not know that? No, I didn't. Yeah, know it's that. on. I think it's on iTunes. Oh <laughs> shit. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, so I do kind of miss Milo from the soft kit. I I miss him too. 
I feel like he's sort of like I'll admit, see whenever he was on TV and he would like make little underhanded comments to people that would just send them off, that would just rile them up right mm-hmm. away. Like I liked that he would do that, but then he could also argue his point as well. Oh, he, yeah. he wasn't, he was he wasn't a really just, good debater. He wasn't just being a shitlord. Like he would be a shitlord a bit, but still argue. We're, his we're point. talking about him like he's dead. But it's kind of like he's dead. R.I.P. Fly High Angel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he is dead because he's not allowed on anything. He's been he's been completely depersoned. He got the Alex Jones treatment. Yeah. So so yeah, that's that's uh, we can kind of talk about that. I mean, a lot of people on the right also apologize for big tech. They they defend big tech. They're like they're private companies. They're allowed to. There are a lot of yeah, and I don't, I don't, the, I'm not with that. The the libertarian side of me doesn't want overregulation of companies, Same. but when companies have monopolized so much power that they can influence the outcome of elections and influence what the overall populace think, then it's a case of you need to bite the bullet and you need to deal with that. People should have free free thought. It, we're at the case now where the vast majority of discourse now takes, like we were saying earlier, people are always on their phones. The vast majority of discourse happens online, discussion, debate, everything happens online. People get their news online and see when huge companies like Facebook, Google, all of them can control mm-hmm. that flow of information and they can influence elections, they can influence the way an entire country thinks that, no. There, there absolutely needs to be freedom of speech online. There needs to be an online bill of rights that protects. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's what's bizarre to me is that they talk about Russian meddling or whatever because they bought $200,000 of ads. Yeah. Uh, but they don't talk about Google meddling. Yeah. Yeah. And they like you were, you, we were talking about it before. Uh, they did it to Tulsi after the debate. They removed her from search results. So I think she was also number three trending on Twitter uh, after the debate. And then they just removed her. Yeah. And she might not make it to the next debate, which I think is a shame because she's kind of the only credible person up there, in my if, opinion. If, Dem- if Democrats want to have any kind of chance de- against Trump, they should front Tulsi. Yeah, and I was actually telling someone, I was actually telling Philip yesterday, I was saying that uh, what Trump should do is make her uh, Secretary of Defense. Yeah. And you know what? I feel like he would do something like that because he doesn't care about uh, party. You know, yeah. like he doesn't care about Republicans or Democrats. I feel like that's something he would do. And I think she would she would take the job. I don't because she's she uh, she was against um, impeachment. Yeah, but I, I like her. I like see, see when see when she's going after big tech censorship, and this is she's yeah. been going after it. Uh, this was even before it happened to her. She came out and was saying like, as conservatives that are being targeted, you know, something needs to be done about this. And then it happened to her. So basically, she's been talking about this even though she wasn't affected yeah. by it. But I think I think the fact that she spoke about it is why she ended up being affected by it. Because Big Tech are like, oh no, shut shut it up, shut it up, remove yeah. it from search results. Which is uh, crazy because she's a woman of color, a woman of a yes. person of color. I can't I can't assume that her gender. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, she. Um, so yeah, that's that's the thing. Like the 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 people on the right are there. There's a segment that is pushing back, and then. Uh, you know, like I watch people on Fox News, and uh, they're they're like a progressive light. They are they're kind of like on the left. They they're they're kind of for political correctness. They're they kind of defend big tech. Yeah, I, I, really, the only one there that doesn't do it is Tucker. Oh, like, I love Tucker. I do. He's I do too. It was just like when it was just a few days ago, he just came out and went. White supremacy is a conspiracy theory. I was like, ah, oh, he did it's it. The, ma- the madman did it. And then it. he went on a fishing trip. And <laughs> yeah. people were worried that he got fired for that. But he's he's the only one there that's relevant. Yeah. The only one there that's relevant. Yeah. Everyone everyone else is like boomer, cringe, garbage, whatever. Yeah. Even the young people that they have. They have some young people on there that, uh, like Guy Benson. Do you know that guy? No. He's a, He's a gay conservative. He's probably younger than us. Right. He looks like a kid, and uh, he he's like Pete Buttigieg, right? In the sense that uh, he's like as plain as you can be. You wouldn't know he's gay. Ah, oh, right. And uh, and uh, one of those old conservative types. Looks you know? like a default character from a video game. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, oh, yeah. that he's that. <laughs> so yeah, T- Tucker is pretty interesting, and uh, like the the conversation he had with uh, Ben Shapiro was was good because that's that's. Two two people on the right who were having a vigorous debate where they weren't even agreeing with each other on you know like capitalism and 
and how and and the monopolies that exist in big tech and you know how much power they have and but that's that's like the thing as well like see on our side like we can have discussions with each other where we can disagree all night and then after it we'll go for beers and everything will be fine mm-hmm. we can also talk to anyone that we want like say for example if you brought for example hassan piker in here and had a chat with him every single person on the right would still talk to you still interact with you oh yeah probably ask you oh, how did it go right see if hassan piker spoke to you or me no one on his side would talk to him they'd be like i can't believe you platformed that racist nazi and all that stuff so yeah. that's the problem they're constantly purity testing each other kicking each other out depersoning themselves whereas we get along so well on our side so we've yeah. we've got a lot more flow a lot more like what's the word i'm looking for synergy mm-hmm. like they they don't they go follow the 10 commandments so yeah. you're out their their iq is going to be dropping a lot in the next five ten years because they're just not having conversations they're not having kids either so don't worry that'll oh yeah help, they're that'll not help us in the future i know <laughs> we just got to go make a ton of babies not not you and i that's not possible, and I don't. I don't think it would be very compatible. Well, I don't know. I, th- I think you'll find that uh, men can't get pregnant. <laughs> yeah, like those articles. Um, ten ten men who have given birth recently, or I don't know. Must like, have no, helped. those are those are women. Those are women. Yeah. Just stop pretending. Like, and that, that, that's a fake news type headline right it's, there. It's fun that stuff, though, isn't it? Like, I have a good fun. Like, I've got trans friends who I respect, and I am more than happy to call them. Uh, she or he yeah right i'm absolutely fine with doing that as respect but internally i'm going biologically you're still a fucking man but (laughs) but hey i think that that they're doing the same yeah they're thinking the same they they acknowledge it they just go i just want to be perceived as that and i'm like that's absolutely fine but then you get the ones that's like i'm a gender gender fluid like i i change my gender every 30 seconds depending on the humidity (laughs) it's it's like open a window oh i'm a guy now and all yeah. that like stupid stuff like that. That's the ones that my, my pronouns are ZZ. That oh, yeah. Can, they're, you, they're just butchering the English language. Thing. Yeah. You, you can go fuck yourself. You know? And these are the people that think that you should be arrested for using the wrong pronoun. Right. Pronouns aren't a right. Pronouns are not a right. So you advocating that people should be a right. You're infringing on my rights. Like, no, I'm infringing I on think, your rights. Uh, I 99% of everything people say are, is a right aren't rights. Oh, yeah. The people say that there's a right to not be offended. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's. Uh, I mean, I would even go as far as to say uh, a right to healthcare. Like that's a that's a commodity. You have to pay for like anything or like a right to food. You kind of I know that we'll uh, disagree there. Yeah, I, I, I kind of I, the way I feel about healthcare is I believe that the states the state's primary function and the reason the state exists is to protect your rights, right? Not basically infringe upon them as it's doing massively right now. Right. But I think free healthcare is you have a right to life. Free healthcare is the state protecting. Your right to life. That's I, what, that's I think it's easier it. for smaller countries to do it, yeah. and and also and also they benefit off the the innovation that comes from the United States. Yeah. Well, we've we've got we've got free healthcare, but we also we still have private. Where if you've got the yeah. money, you can. Is go it private. better? Is it like that different? Um, the private is so much better in every single way because uh, the one that the NHS we've got now is really underfunded. You know, you've got people literally dying in waiting rooms and all that and it's like oh do you need an operation come back to us in nine months that's crazy and, oh yeah the waiting lists are insane but that's the thing that's like that's kind of my thought on that is that the government will never be efficient with how it spends money so it'll always need more and more and more money yeah so it's always going to be underfunded yeah. like education people are like all it needs is is 100 more billion dollars and then it's gonna be fine no the, the reason it's so underfunded in britain is because we have a lot of illegals that come in and we've right. got a lot of migrants so there we go because we're, because we're bringing so many in and they're racist ah uh, yeah exactly but that's the thing is when you invite so that's why open borders will not work because basically if say for example if we just dropped all the borders right now and went fuck it the entire third world is going to come to where the oh yeah no the whole going, world would become third and then world. the infrastructure just can't cope yeah. with it and we'll just collapse and then it's going to be mad max and, so, we're the, and we're the ones with the guns we'll win true but but if people no no but if people don't care about the country anymore like if people don't feel connected to the uk anymore like there there goes the sense of community as well yeah Yeah. i mean so i i just is it a lost cause no don't get blackpilled that is i know it's really i'm not a nihilist because i i mean oh i've I've got a few friends who are like that it doesn't matter nothing nothing we do is going to change anything but it's the fact is like you're you're noticing that a lot of the younger generations like people that are 12 13 14 
are growing up with like you know liberal parents who are shouting at them and shoving this whole race thing and gender thing like down their throat and the kids are resenting the absolute shit of it you're you're getting like 14 year old conservatives they are they are yeah. leaning right yeah they're rebelling against the liberals that it's 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 really interesting yeah, we're we're ba- we're basically going to have a conservative, and about ten years from now, we're going to have a huge conservative movement. That's going to be because these kids were like, "Fuck you, mum and dad." Yeah, fuck you, like not letting me, like forcing me to wear a dress when I was. I five really, I really I hope, I really hope that happens. <laughs> and, me too. And fast. Yeah. But um, so yeah, yeah you you ran, you ran uh, UKIP. No, no I, I was I was a member of UKIP and I ran in the MEP elections. Are you going to run again? Um, I don't know. It's just that the problem is in Scotland, I was fourth in the list, which meant I had absolutely no chance of winning whatsoever. But I feel like yeah. you guys jumped in, like you and Tommy Robinson. Did Paul Joseph Watson also run? No, he didn't run. Uh, Tommy ran as an independent. Okay. He wasn't with you. He, he got a lot of votes, actually. He got the most votes. I think that's out of any independent candidate who's ever run in britain he got the most votes yeah like oh yeah. oh sargon also ran sargon ran in uh swindon or whatever it is, wherever it is he's from i don't know you, you, can, you can place. you can say anything and i'll be like oh yeah i know that place I yeah. <laughs> um but yeah i mean it, it, it's interesting that you got oh yeah so what i was gonna say is that you guys uh it seemed like from here that you guys jumped into the race like with two months left is that normal there no it was it was a weird one it was a i just kind of got asked they went do you want to do it and i just went yeah fuck it that'll annoy a few people and all that and it did and people started screeching about it and because i i I jumped on it because i thought oh if if there's a chance i actually win then i'm going to have a gigantic platform to Mm -hmm. spread the freedom of speech message because i've already been to the european parliament for article 13 basically the giant web filter that they're using to censor everything and i I, I called them all on it and basically they were walking away from me because they couldn't defend it and i I just kind of made me think like you're getting paid to vote for this that man you don't have any arguments or anything to say in support which is why I would love to be in that room with a suit on and my big fancy chair and shit, just going like that. Yeah, you're fucked up. You fucked up. I'm yeah, gonna, yeah. You, you you should run again. I, I should. All of you guys should run again. Yeah. Um, because I think that, like, like you you were saying, I think the more time passes, the more people are going to start waking up. Free freedom's popular. Free, of course, freedom it is. is really really popular uh, right now. Do you, so what's happening with Brexit? <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> Jesus, um, we are apparently leaving, fully leaving, on the 31st of October. Now, whether that's going to be a hard Brexit or a soft Brexit. Wait, wait what's the whatever. difference? I, I don't know. Basically, hard Brexit is where we just go like, fuck you, we're leaving. That's it, gone. We're, we're gone, done. You get nothing from us, and everyone will negotiate stuff afterwards, but we're leaving, we're out of the European Union. Soft Brexit is where we go, yeah, we'll... We're going to kind of leave, but we're going to be subject to like these laws and that, uh, and we, no, won't, we won't be allowed to do this, but we're allowed to do all this negotiating bullshit. bullshit. Yeah, that's I think the more likely scenario, and that's coming from I don't know anything, happen. so it's pro- that's my gut feeling is that because they're, they're trying to do everything that they can to stop hard Brexit from happening because they're saying, Oh, it's going to destroy the nation. We've even got people that are building bunkers and you know, hoarding food and toilet paper because they think that the the country's just going to completely collapse. Are, uh, everyone's delusional. Oh yeah, yeah. Like this is nobody. Nobody likes to look through it for a realistic lens. Like, uh, yeah, okay. There's going to be problems. There's going to be teething problems. That's absolutely going to happen. But obviously, we can build from that in the future. You know, you need to accept that things like I'm not saying things are going to be absolutely perfect abs- after we leave. There's going to be issues, but then we work through those issues and then build a strong foundation and work yeah. up from there and we'll be we'll be our own gods our own masters and do you think do you think that after that even do you think after even a soft brexit uh you guys would close up the borders and there's a little bit of an issue with it um i think if we get soft brexit because the thing is if, if with a soft brexit the eu need to agree to the terms so there's yeah. lots of deals that have been put through and they've went no you're not getting that you're not getting that you're not so getting then there's that. just no point yeah just, there's only hard brexit or nothing yeah I mean. fuck them go for the hard brexit well what happens to so you guys you have a lot of or not you i mean in in in, in england there's a lot of um cities and towns that are just 90 percent muslim and all that that yeah. they have no connection to that country at all 
Yeah. And they're just there. What happens to those people? Like, can 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 there be mass deportations? Because <laughs> I, I think that uh, that's affecting the culture. Uh, and it's, it's affecting the culture of like many countries around see, there. See when you get see when you have sensible immigration, right? When you've only got like small amounts of people coming in over time because they're living in a British community, over time they get naturalized and they actually start to integrate into our society. But see when you have so many come over all at once and then there's a lot of them in that community they'll all only associate with each other they'll all only speak right. their language they're not going to integrate at all because it's of no benefit to them like they, they literally have no reason to because they have pretty much built their own small version of their country but in a street mm-hmm. and then it spreads out from there and there's lots of people that leave the areas because they don't feel safe people say you know this doesn't feel like britain anymore yeah. and that's what's happening because it's been too much too fast that these people just haven't integrated whatsoever yeah uh, so uh solution uh deep mass deportation no, <laughs> um, i don't know I don't, have a, I don't have skin in the game there anyways but uh, like i said before i think it's just interesting what's happening there because it's that that could be the future of the united states yeah which is uh scary that's why people should pay attention i mean people always say uh we should we should look back at history so we don't repeat things, but there's something happening now that you could just pay attention to now and just don't <laughs> repeat that. Like, don't yeah. do that. Don't do what they're doing. Yeah, it's fucked. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to talk about? I feel like we. I, I feel like we solved all the world's problems. <laughs> right. Yeah, pretty much. So uh, you'll run for? Can you run for prime minister? Or it's like prime minister, no. you can't run for it. No. I yeah, I don't it. know how your guys' country works, but you can't. You should end up becoming the prime minister. I would love it. Yeah, and then maybe I'll run for something here, and then we can just solve the, the problems. Yeah. Right? Basically, I, Britain needs a codified constitution. We yeah. Need a, we need our fucking guns back as well. That, to, you know, to, that, to protect the that, constitution. That'll never, I don't think that'll ever happen. Mm-mm. No, you need a license to own an air rifle in Scotland. Yeah. Yeah, I got mine taken do you want? Do you want? <laughs> I have one right there. That's a, that's like a BB gun right there. That's a, yeah, you need a license. <laughs> so stupid that is, yeah it's that bad there clown world <laughs> um well it was awesome uh, unless there's anything else you want to add that it was it was awesome having you here um i'm golden man i'm good yeah, yeah me too if i think of anything i'll just i'll just call you every five minutes and uh <laughs> until you pick up and and uh i'll just you know bother you no I don't know. <laughs> all right that was Sadcast episode 59 i am Sadwater with count dankula i love you bye here's a song